you're a California conservative, a libertarian, a moderate Democrat, believe in common sense, or just a sane person, this is the political podcast for you. It's the California Underground Podcast. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of California Underground. Today, I have Kevin Faulkner, who's a Republican candidate, former mayor of San Diego, here on the podcast. Mr. Mayor, thank you for coming on today to answer some of our questions. Great to be with you. Thank you. So I know your time is limited. I'm going to jump right into it. You just launched your bus tour across California. First off, how's it going? And what is the number one issue you're hearing from voters on the ground right now? Uh, we did. It's been going. Uh, it's been going great. I will tell you. And I love the ability to do exactly what we're doing, which is to crisscross the state and talking to folks. Uh, and I'll tell you, Phil, what what folks are talking about is make a couple of big things. One, our state's too expensive, uh, and we need real relief, which I'm talking about a lot with our our tax cut plan. Uh, they also know that we have to keep we have to make our states our state safe, uh, which is why I talk so much about safe neighborhoods and you know the fact that i did not defund the police as mayor of san diego i actually increased the budget and was very proud that we were the safest big city uh in america so i know firsthand that in a time what we're seeing unfortunately in california where crime is rising the highest it's been in 13 years murders up 30 percent uh californians know they need a governor who's going to take safety uh very very uh, seriously and so you know, folks want change. Um, they're, they're really tired of this governor going out and giving rhetoric, not providing any real solutions. And so our campaign in this bus tour, uh, it's all about connecting with real Californians. Uh, tell them not only about my record as mayor of San Diego, but I think more importantly, what I'm going to do to bring this state together for action on the issues that they care about the most. So one thing I've noticed about your campaign when you first launched is that you appeared on a lot of Spanish language news networks yep. like Univision. Um, can you go into a little bit, describe that strategy, how it's paying off? Because that's different than what I see most Republicans doing. No, I did. And I made a conscious effort uh, just as when I, I ran and governed as, as mayor. Uh, in fact, uh, just before uh, you and I sat down, I, I just did an interview with Telemundo. Look, it's particularly, um, you know, connecting with our, our Latino audiences and families uh, and talking about, you know, again, those issues that, that they care about the most that Californians care about. I mean, back to making our state more uh, affordable, uh, back to something I feel very strongly and passionately about where this governor allowed our public schools to be closed as long as they did. I mean, I, I'm a dad. My, my daughter just graduated high school. She should have been in school the second half this semester. Uh, but yet a governor that, you know, shut down our schools while his kids were in private school. And so as I connect with, you know, Latino voters who are, you know, the backbone of, of California, uh, of our economy, of entrepreneur. Um, and so it's really important to me uh, to do that. And, and again, I think it's, you know, if you want to be successful in California, you better be inclusive and you better bring everybody to the table. That's what I did as mayor. And that's that's what I'm going to do as governor. So backing up to 2020, in the beginning of the COVID pandemic, Governor Newsom started off with a localized approach where he started off allowing the counties to really kind of yeah. gauge and do their own thing. Of course, he quickly took that over and did his own state mandates and his one size fits all policies with the blueprints and whatever. Um, 
if we had a Governor Faulkner in 2020, right at the start of the pandemic, how would yeah. you have approached uh, battling the virus and COVID? Uh, look, you, you hit the nail on the head. It's all about local control. And because the facts of the, on the ground are different in you know, different parts of our state, <laughs> biggest state in the nation. And so what's happening in San Francisco is going to be different than Los Angeles or San Diego or, you know, Fresno and Bakersfield. And, and I recognize that as mayor. In fact, I was very vocal, uh, particularly in, you know, the early months of the pandemic to the, to the governor when he constantly kept shifting the metrics, right? And then had, you know, then these, there was these one size fits all policies coming out of Sacramento. First it was, you know, number of case rates and then it was, you know, geographic, then it was color coded. And that constant shifting, open and shut, open and shut. I mean, Phil, we had businesses in San Diego that were open and shut five and six different times. And so I very clearly communicated that we have to save lives and we have to save livelihoods. And those aren't mutually exclusive. And so uh, I would understand and know how important it is to let those local health officials take the lead on making the decisions that are best for their community. I repeat, a one-size-fits-all policy out of Sacramento is not what you should be doing in a state as diverse and big as California. Yeah, I always found it odd that we always, for San Diego County, we were treated the same as L.A. County, even though our numbers were way better yeah. than L.A. County, but it was a one-size-fits-all. Uh, speaking of San Diego, it, everyone knows it has a very strong military presence. It has a number of bases there. And one of the pillars of your campaign is to help military veterans. Can you yeah. describe what your goals are in helping military veterans, specifically here in California? Well, first and foremost, I'm so proud of our veterans um, and our active uh, duty men and women. Uh, we know a lot about that in San Diego, one of the largest uh, Navy footprints in the United States. And of course, with the uh, MCRD and our, our Marines in Camp Pendleton, uh, we feel very fortunate and very thankful for that. Uh, and, and quite, you know, directly, I want to make it rational uh, for our military veterans to be able to stay in California. Uh, we're one of the very few states, only one of three in the country that actually taxes military retirement pay. I'm going to end that. I want to make sure that our veterans know, A, we thank you for your service. And B, as I said, we want to make it rational for you to stay in California. We're one of the largest, we have the largest veterans um, communities. But so many of them are forced out, Phil, because uh, you know, California taxes their retirement pay. That's that's crazy. And as we know, many of our veterans go on to second careers and serve our state very, very well. So I want to make it rational for them to stay in California, to retire in California, because what's happening now is I think uh, you and your listeners know people are voting with their feet in California. They're leaving. They're leaving because our state is just too expensive. I mean, you name the state that folks are, are going to. And so we have to lower the tax burden to make it more affordable for our families to stay. And as I said, make it more rational to retire and stay here. Uh, we have to compete. Uh, we have a governor that doesn't think that that's a problem. It, it's a massive problem. Uh, and I'm going to change that right away. Uh, as the former mayor of a major California city, I would... I think I don't know all 46 candidates, but you are the only one with executive experience of a large government body. And I have to specify large government body because there are businessmen also running um, who have yep. been executives. How do you see that experience of running a major California city 
translating into becoming governor of the entire state? Look, I, I believe it's uh, critically important right now when you're looking to uh, replace a governor, you need to bring in somebody who does have the experience, um, you know, the ability to actually get results. Uh, in this, in this, my case, obviously the second largest uh, city in our great state, uh, and somebody who has the, you know, has gone through it all and has the ability to stand up with the courage of their convictions. Um, you know, I remember this past summer where I literally had hundreds of protesters out in front of my house yelling at me, my family, my kids, every name in the book, uh, yelling, screaming, defund the police. Uh, and while other mayors across California did exactly that, I stood up and said, no, we actually increased uh, the police budget in San Diego. Why? Because it's the right thing to do. If we want the best men and women out there protecting us wearing the badge, we better damn well give them the training, uh, the, you know, the support uh, and the tools necessary to be successful. So you know, that's the type of experience uh, that I have about bringing solutions and, again, about getting results. Uh, and, you know, as somebody who has you know, been elected to twice in a you know, deep blue city in a deep blue state, how do you win in California? You bring people together. It's not so much about partisanship. It's about leadership. And so I have that unique experience among anybody else in this race. Uh, and in fact, our, you know, our registration, party registration in, in San Diego, Republican Democrat, mirrors that of California. So I really am talking about common sense, about bringing folks together again, but with that focus on not just talking about what I would do, but telling folks what I did do and taking that, you know, those results and those successes, you know, where we, we were voted the safest big city in California. San Diego was the only big city in California when I was mayor where we actually reduced homelessness. Uh, and so somebody who has a proven track record who can get policies and legislation through, you know, a, a recalcitrant legislature who knows how to talk to folks and get things done. Uh, that's a perfect follow up to my next question, which is the one major roadblock I see as a Republican governor going into Sacramento is you are going to be facing a Democratic supermajority in the legislature. And you talked about partisanship and needing the leadership. How do you plan on getting your policies through with a legislature that may oppose every single idea just based on partisanship issues? Well, I'm used to doing that. Uh, and in fact, I had to do that my entire tenure as mayor, where I had a a supermajority uh, Democrat city council. They had to get all of our budgets through, uh, all of the policy changes I did on homelessness. I'm a big believer. You go out and you win the argument publicly. And when you win the argument publicly, then you can win the vote. Uh, so I spent a lot of time doing that as mayor. And I will tell you, there are you know folks in the legislature who want to build more reservoirs, as an example. But Gavin Newsom uh, won't do it because he's captive of the far left. There are folks that understand in the legislature how you have to stick up for safe neighborhoods and public safety and want a leader who's ready to stand up and do that. There are people in the legislature who understand that it's time to take a firmer approach to what we're seeing on our streets in terms of homelessness and are looking for a leader who will stand up again, who's not afraid to do the right thing, not the supposed politically correct thing. So you go out and win that argument publicly. You stand up, as I said, for the courage of your convictions. And when you do that, uh, you will get support just like I did in San Diego, uh, because there's folks that understand, again, that it's time for action. And those legislators are seeing that this governor is in you know, such 
dire straits and he's going to get recalled because he wasn't doing anything. So this campaign is going to be all about taking California in a different direction. Uh, I think you're going to have a lot of legislatures on both sides of the aisle. Legislators are going to be ready to do just that. So becoming governor of California as a Republican, you become the de facto head of the Republican Party and you have the bully pulpit and you probably have the most influence on state party uh, directions and goals. How important it, do you believe it is to use that bully pulpit and that influence with the party to continue help flipping local seats, whether it's state legislatures or yeah. county supervisors? Uh, I believe it is important. And, and again, I think what this uh, election will show uh, and our victory will show is that California is ready for a competition of ideas. And that one party rule for the last decade has not been serving our state well. So. I think there's a real opportunity, again, to use that bully pulpit, praise things in terms of common sense, and we can get more reform candidates elected uh, throughout California, not just in the legislature, but our know, county board of supervisors, local elected officials, mayors. I would tell you, the stronger the top of the ticket uh, in California, the better our party is going to do uh, in local races. I'm a big believer in that, and that's something we haven't seen in a long time, and uh, I'm ready to help make that change. So if elected, you have about a year until 2022. What is one policy achievement you would like to accomplish to take to the voters in 2022 and say, this is what I can do. Give me four more years. Well, you're right. It's a, it's a very short window. Uh, we're going to move immediately on tax relief for our families. We have to. We have to make California more affordable for so many Californians that, that aren't getting by. And again, I think what our victory will show, again, to Democrats, Republicans, and independents, is that it's time to make California more affordable. And I believe we're going to get great traction on that immediately. Uh, and right behind that, if you let me uh, do one more, uh, you know, it's, it's the work that we're going to do on homelessness. Back to leading by example. Uh, not allowing tent encampments on our freeways, our public spaces, our parks and others. It's time for a dramatic change. And I'm going to bring that. So finally, it's no secret. Uh, Republicans are way outnumbered when it comes to registration here in California, when it comes to Democrats. What is your opinion? And you may have already touched on this, but you can expand on it. Why Republicans are having such a trouble, has having such trouble registering more voters winning the arguments and gaining more support in California? I think there's there's a real opportunity right now to, to win that argument, uh, to register more voters. And, and again, having done that in San Diego, where our Republican registration in San Diego is 24%, actually mirrors that as the state of a whole. And yet I won with 53% of the vote and got reelected with 58% of the vote. Again, on the strength of ideas, uh, on action and results, and so I think I'm in a very unique position uh, to help really reinforce that, that is a party that cares about Californians, cares about our neighborhoods, and is going to bring people together to do that. And, and when we do that, I think you're, you're going to see a, uh, really so many other folks that say, yes, what this former mayor and now governor is talking about is common sense. He's actually taking action. Because all we get from Gavin Newsom is a bunch of virtue signaling and you know, word salad. Uh, and nothing ever changes. So I know how to, as I said, not just uh, govern effectively, but build coalitions, build coalitions on people that are willing to act. 
uh, which is why we're doing you know so strong in our Latino community, our black community, our Asian American community. This is a state that is crying out for leadership and action. That's exactly what they're going to get when I'm governor. Oh, that's all I have. Thank you so much for coming on. Where can people go find more and support your campaign if they would like to do so? Thank you, Bill. It was great to be with you. I really appreciated the time. Uh, then go to kevinfaulkner.com uh, and uh, looking forward to being with you again, my friend. Well, thank you for coming on. Best of luck on the campaign and uh, stay safe out there. Thank you. Have a good one. for listening to another episode of California Underground. If you like what you heard, remember to subscribe, like, and review it, and follow California Underground on social media for updates as to when new episodes are available. 